A reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Dearly beloved, it is God who, in his good will toward you, begets in you any measure of desire or achievement. And everything you do, act without grumbling or arguing. Prove yourselves innocent and straightforward, children of God beyond reproach in the midst of a twisted and depraved generation, among whom you shine like the stars in the sky while holding fast to the word of life. As I look to the day of Christ, you give me cause to boast that I did not run the race in vain or work to no purpose. Even if my life is to be poured out as a libation over the sacrificial service of your faith. I am glad of it and rejoice with all of you. May you be glad on the same score and rejoice with me. The word of the Lord. The just man shall be in everlasting remembrance. Happy the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. He dawns through the darkness, a light for the upright. He is gracious and merciful and just. The just well for the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. He shall never be moved. The just man shall be in everlasting remembrance, and evil report he shall not fear. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. The just man shall be in everlasting remembrance. Lavishly he gives to the poor. His generosity shall endure forever. His horn shall be exalted in glory. Dominus Vobiscum. Et cum Spiritu Tuo. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Ioannem. Gloria This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. There is no greater love than this, 
to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer speak of you as slaves, for a slave does not know what a master is about. Instead, I call you friends, since I have made known to you all that I heard from my Father. It was not you who chose me, it was I who chose you to go forth and bear fruit. Your fruit must endure, so that all you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. The command I give you is this, that you love one another. Verbum Domini Around the year 1866, there was an outbreak of cholera. And in the area, the towns and villages of where this disease was now spreading, there was a holy man, saintly man, who rose up and prayed. It grieved his heart to see people suffering. No, and then to, to see how people would be so hurt by losing those who, who contacted the disease and died as a result of it. So this holy man, whom we call, or who is known as St. Francis Mary of Corporosa, offers himself to God. He says, Lord, I give myself, I offer myself for the cure of this disease so that those who may contact it may not have to suffer. I give myself in exchange for them. And so with this sincere prayer, he himself got the, got the disease, and then he died. But as soon as he died, then the, the cases begin to decrease rapidly, and soon after, the outbreak disappeared. And we look at, at such a man, this St. Francis Mary, he says, what, what would... What would possess him to do such a thing? You know, what, what, are his, what are his motivations, his desires? How would someone do this? A man who has a sincere and a personal relationship with Jesus Christ would do something like this. And this is a relationship that Jesus the Lord invites 
all of us to have with him. One that is deep, profound, personal. And that's what Jesus is communicating to us in the gospel today. So here we look at these words of Jesus. He starts with giving us a command. He says, love one another as I have loved you. Now Jesus, who was with the disciples, had spent three years with them. Now, loving through his acts, through his words, it was all love. You know, sharing what he had received, what he knew of the Father, giving it to all so generously, you know, emptying himself even before he's dying, but he gives of himself so sacrificially to teaching, to comforting, to showing compassion, forgiving sins, encouraging, strengthening people's faith. And so Jesus, who gave this great love, you know, and calls people to himself, he now says that I no longer call you slaves, but I call you friends. Now, when we look back at the time of Jesus or in the ancient world, we had, you know, emperors and kings and, you know, there, there was more, more of that at that time. And those who were, who were kings and emperors, of course, they had like their court. You know, they're, of course, military officials, their advisors, all of those people. But the ones who were closest to these kings and emperors were their friends. Now, it was, it was a privilege to be a part, to have any, any share, any participation in a kingly court or in a kingly administration, an emperor's reign, or even, even to be called a slave. I'm a slave of this person. Now, even, even, even people in the Bible, they were, oh, I'm a slave of God, I'm a servant of God. That's, that's what I am. Yeah, that's such a privilege, and it is. But now Jesus says, I call you friends. So the friends of these kings and emperors, they had something personal that, that the king or emperor would go to their friends first. They were the most trusted of them. And Jesus now is calling the disciples friends. What a privilege. Imagine how they felt to be called friends of a great master the teacher, Jesus Christ the Lord. How honored that title would be. And in, in being called friends, all of us are be called friends. Of course, Jesus, he's the Lord. He's our king. He's our God. But by him becoming man, the son of God becoming man, he becomes our brother. He becomes our friend, one of us. By him taking on human flesh, fully God, fully man, yes, the divine person, but it calls us his friend, and that we could have this personal relationship with him. And this is the love Jesus pours to us. This is an invitation from Jesus to each and every one of us to have this relationship with him. And so he does everything 
so that we could obtain this. This is why, you know, he, he had the, the life of sacramental life, the grace that flows from this. Remember, the grace of Jesus Christ is his own life and love that is being poured into our hearts. But through the, through the power of the Holy Spirit, And it is through this grace that we can be like Jesus, that we can know him. And so this grace we receive in baptism, confirmation, that is nourished in Holy Communion. Then we have this merciful encounter with him when he forgives our sins. No, this this is how we grow like Jesus, having this loving relationship, learning his love. And Jesus When he says, he says, come to me. And he says, rest with him. See, in our our own prayer with the Lord, our own spending time with him, but there is devotional prayer, of course, quiet, peaceful prayer, just being with him in the presence of the blessed sacrament, exposed in the tabernacle, or just being where you are. Knowing that God loves you because he created you and he's given you life. That is love there. Now, what a privilege that is. We are called God's own. And so this is how our, 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 our relationship is nourished. The sacraments, especially the Holy Eucharist, because that, that is nourished, it has grown, it has increased within us. Our time with prayer thinking about the words of Jesus, looking to his actions in, in, the, Holy, in the Holy Scriptures. Yeah, the, the more we consume ourselves with this, the more it is on our mind and in our heart. You know, there, there's, the, there's the intimacy there with Jesus. There, there is, is that we know is that we're walking in grace, people of grace. You know, we, we, and, and the more we, we know the life of Jesus, we see, well, hey, you know, my life is somewhat identical to that of Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm suffering in this way. I've got a little persecution. I've got, you know, some rejections here. No, just like Jesus. And that is so comforting. And there comes more love. See, that, that's be, being able to identify with him. It's, it could be such a, a profound relationship. That's, what, that's the kind of relationship St. Francis had with the Lord. He called it intimacy with him because he was sharing in his life see and that's what we need to know that's what this 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 saint today francis mary coparosa who lived in the 1800s he was sure of he was such a good person a brother franciscan no was a, known as a peacemaker so such goodness such charity generosity very patient with people good listener Always, always showing the compassion of the Lord. And why? Because he had a relationship of Jesus. He knew he was Jesus' friend, and he knew he was loved by the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, may we know this. First, that we're loved by God. Yeah, that he is our God who's called us, our king, but that he is our friend who loves us. God bless you all.